Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading chapter 10 of the book, The Giver. The Giver. I go in here, Jonas Brunner told him, when they reached the front door of the House of the Old, after parking the bicycles in the designated area. I don't know why I'm nervous, she confessed. I have been here so often before, she turned her folder over, in her hands well. Everything's different out, Jonas reminded her, even the nameplates on our bikes. On our bikes, Brunner left. During the night, the nameplate of each new twelve, of each new twelve, had been removed by the maintenance crew, and we placed with the style that indicated citizen in training. I don't want to be late, she said hastily, and started up the steps. If we finish at the same time, all right home with you, Jonas nodded, waved to her, and waved away, and headed and headed around the building toward the annex, a small wing attached to the back. He certainly didn't want to be late for his first day at training either. The annex was very ordinary, its store unremarkable, he reached for the heavy handle. I noticed a buzz on the wall, so he buzzed instead. Yes, the voice came through a small speaker above the buzzer. It's a uh, Joan Jonas. I'm the I'm the new. I mean, come in. A click indicated that the door had been and last. The lobby was very small and contained only a desk at which at which a female attendant sat working on some papers. She looked up when he entered. Then, to his surprise, she stood. It was a small thing. The standing. But no one had ever had ever stood automatically to acknowledge Jonah's presence before. Before, welcome was even a memory. She said respectfully, "Oh, please," he replied uncomfortably. Call me Jonas. She smiled, pushed a button, and he heard a click. Then I locked the door to her left. You may go. Go. Right on in, she told him. Then she seemed to notice his discomfort and to realize its origin. No doors in the community were locked ever. None that Jonas knew of, anyway. The, the locks are simply to ensure the receiver's privacy. Because he needs concentration, she explained. It will be difficult as citizens wandered in, looking for the Department of Bicycle Repair or something. Jonas laughed, relaxing a little. The woman seemed very friendly, and it was true, in fact. It was a joke throughout the community that the Department of Bicycle Repair, an unimportant, an unimportant little office, an unimportant little office, was relo- was relocated so often that, that no one ever knew where it was. There was nothing dangerous here, she told him. But she added, glancing at the wall clock, he doesn't like to be kept waiting. To be kept waiting. Jonas hurried through the door and found himself in a comfortable furnished living area. It was not unlike his own family units drilling fun- <laughs> his own family units drilling furniture was standard throughout the community, practical, sturdy. The function of each piece clearly defined a bed for sleeping, a table for eating, a desk for studying. All of those things were in the spacious room, though, though each was slightly different from those in his own dwelling. The fabrics on the upholstered chairs and sofa were slightly thicker and more, more, like, more luxurious. The table legs were not straight like those at home, but slender and covered with a small carved decoration at the foot. The bed and alcove at the far end of the room was draped with a splendid cloth and bordered over its entire surface with intricate designs. Intricate designs. But the most conspicuous difference was the books. In its own dwelling, there were 
there were the necessary reference volumes that each household contained a dictionary and the thick community and and the thick community vo- volume which contained descriptions of every office, factory, building, and committee, and the book of rules, of course. The books in his own journaling were the only books that Jonas had ever seen. He had had never known that other books existed. Existed. But this room's walls were were completely covered by bookcases filled, 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 which reached. To the ceiling, there must have been hundreds, perhaps thousands, of books with titles and brush and shiny letters. Jonas stared at them. He couldn't imagine what the thousands of pages contained. Could there be, be rules beyond the rules that govern the community? Could there be more descriptions of offices and factories and committees? He had only a second to look around because he was aware that the man sitting in a chair beside the table was was watching him. Hastily, he moved forward, stood before the man, bowed slightly, and said, I'm Jonas. I know. Welcome, receiver of memory. Receiver of memory. Jonas recognized the man. He was the elder who had, who, who had seen separate from the, other, from the others at the ceremony, though he was dressed in the same special clothing that only elders wore. Jonas looked self-consciously into the pale eyes that mirrored his own. So, I apologize for my lack of understanding. He waited, but the man did not give the standard accepting apology response. Response. After a moment, Jonas went on, but I thought, I mean, I think he corrected, reminding himself that if positional language were ever to be important, it was certainly important now in the presence of this man that you are the receiver of memory. I'm only, well, I was only assigned, I mean, selected yesterday. I'm not anything at all, not yet. Not yet. The man looked at him thoughtfully, silently. It was a look that combined interest, curiosity, concern, and plus a little sympathy as well. Finally, he spoke, beginning today, this moment. At least to me, you are the receiver. I have been the receiver for a long time, a very, very long time. You can see that, can't you? Can't you? Jonas nodded. The man was... The man was wrinkled and his eyes, though piercing in, and their unusual lightness seemed tired. The first around them was darkened into shadowed circles. I can see that you are very old, Jonas responded. With respect, the old were, were always giving the highest respect the man smiled. He touched the sagging flesh on his on his own face with amusement. With amusement. With amusement, I'm not actually as old as I look. He told Jonas. <laughs> he he told Jonas, "This job has aged me. I know, I know. I look as if I should I should be scheduled for release very soon. But actually, I have a good deal of time left. I was pleased though when you were selected. It took them a long time. The failure of the previous selection was ten years ago, and my energy is starting to diminish. I needed what strength. Well, I need what strength I have." When, I have remaining for your training. We have hard and painful work to do. You and I, please sit down, he said, and gestured toward the nearby chair. Jonas lowered himself onto the soft cushion seat. The man closed his eyes and continued speaking. And continued speaking. When I became a child, I was selected 
as you are. I was fighting as, as. I am sure you are. He opened his eyes for a moment and peered at Jonas, who nodded. The eyes closed again. I came to this very, I came to this very room to begin my training. It was such a long time ago. The previous receiver seemed just as old to me as uh, as I do to you. He was just as tired as I am today. He sat forward suddenly, opened his eyes, and said, You may ask questions. I have so little experience in describing this process. It is forbidden to talk of it. To talk of it, I know so. I have read the instructions, Jonas said, so I may neglect to make things as clear as I showed the man chuckled. My job is important and has enormous honor, but that does not mean I am perfect. And when and when I tried before to train a successor, I failed. I failed. Please ask any questions that will help you. That will help you. And it's my Jonas had questions a thousand. I'm only a questions as many questions as there were books lining the walls, but he did not but he did not ask one not yet. The man sighed, seeming to put his thoughts in order. Then he spoke again, simply stated he simply stated he said, although it's although it's not not really simple at all, my job is to transmit to you all the memories I have within me. Memories of the past, Sir Jonas said tentatively. I would be very interested to hear the story of your life and to listen to your memories. I apologize for interrupting, he added quickly. The man waved his hand impatiently. No apologies in this room. We haven't time. We haven't time. Well, Jonas went on, uncomfortably aware that he might be interrupting again. I am... I am really interested. I don't. I don't mean that. I not, but, but I don't. But I don't exactly underst- understand why it's so important. I could do some adult job in the community, and in my recreation time, I could come and listen to the stories from your childhood. I like that. Actually, he added, I've done. I've done that already. In the house of the old, the old like to tell about their childhoods, and it's always fun to listen. To listen. The man shook his head. No, no, he said. I'm not being clear. It's not my past, not my childhood, that I must transmit to you. He leaned back, resting his head against the back of the upholstered chair. It's the memories of the whole world, he said with a sigh. Before you, before me, before the previous, before the previous receiver and generations before him. Jonas found the whole world, he asked. I don't understand. Do you, you mean not just us? Not just the community, do you mean elsewhere too? He tried in his mind to grasp the concept. I'm sorry, sir. I don't understand exactly. Maybe I am. Maybe I am not. Not smart enough. Maybe I'm not. I am not smart enough. I don't know what you mean when you say the whole world or generations before him. I thought there was only us. I thought there was only now. Only now. There's much more, though. There's all that goes beyond. All that is elsewhere, and all that, and all that goes back and back. And back, I receive all of those. When I was selected, and here in this room, all alone, I re-experienced them again and again. It is how wisdom comes, and how we shape our future. He rested for a moment, breathing deeply. I am so weighted with them, he said. He said. Jonas felt a terrible concern for the man. Suddenly, it's as if the man paused, seeming to search his mind for the white words of description. 
It's like going downhill through deep snow on a sled, he said finally at first, exhilarating the speed the shop. Clear air and then the snow accumulates, builds up on the runners and you slow. You had to push hard to keep going and he shook his head suddenly and peered. At Jonas, that meant nothing to you, did it? he asked. Jonas was confused. I didn't I didn't understand it, sir. Of course you didn't. You don't know what snow is, do you? Jonas shook his head or a sled. Runners? No, sir, Jonas said. Down here the town means nothing to you. Nothing, sir. Well, it's a place to start. I've been, I've been wondering how to begin. Move to the bed and lie. Face down, remove your tunic first. Remove your tunic first. Jonas did so a little. He put her hands. Jonas did so. A letter A P P R E A G N S I V E L Y beneath. His bare chest, he felt the soft folds of that magnificent cloth that covered the bed. He watched as the man rose and moved first to the wall, where the speaker was. It was the same sort of speaker that occupied a place in every dwelling bowl, but one thing about it was different. This one had a switch, which the man definitely snapped to, to the end. That set off. That set off. Jonas almost gasped aloud to have the power to turn the speaker off. It was an astonishing thing. Then the man moved with, with surprising quickness to the corner where the bed was. He sat on a chair beside Jonas, who was motionless, waiting for what waiting for what would happen next. Close your eyes, relax. This will not this will not be painful. Jonas remembered that he was allowed, that he had that he had. Even if it been a coach to ask questions, what are you going to do so he asked, hoping that his voice didn't betray his nervousness. I'm going I'm going to transmit the memory of snow, the old man said and placed his hands on Jonah's bare back. Okay, that's the end of chapter ten.